Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and abracadabra. Here is a new show of another digital citizen, magically brought to you by Fro and Luke. Hello, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. How's it going? It is going magically. M magically? Okay. Magically. Mm -hmm. As magical as Groundhog's Day here in America? Oh, yeah. Uh, did you see his shadow? Uh, s the groundhouse has spoken. It is official. Six more weeks of winter. What is that? I don't know. Does that mean he saw a shadow or not? I don't remember yeah, which one yeah. it is. Yes, yeah. Uh, right, so if he sees his shadow and runs back in to his hole that means mm. four more we uh, six more weeks of winter so i guess so yeah he got scared and ran back inside uh, this i think they said this was the first year in a couple years they've done it with people oh no one they just last year didn't do it with any people uh, which makes sense i guess because 2020 like the pandemic didn't happen till after january right so mm -hmm. yeah it was just one year um and uh, it it it's not true, probably. It's all just silly. But uh, do you have any animals in Norway that predict things by any chance? <laughs> yeah, you know the very famous Norwegian moose that comes out once. A, no, that's no, it's not a thing. No, no, it's not a thing. I think this is actually like a German tradition that's just been passed down by German Americans over like let's see, mm. I think it said like over a hundred years they've been doing it. Um, mm. but yeah, I read it, it's like a German-American tradition that, like, comes from some, some tradition, German tradition of, like, uh, rodents being able to predict, uh, things, which, I don't know, if you saw, like, a bunch of mice run into their holes and then the weather got really bad, maybe that's what they're talking about. Oh, by the way, woo, ladies and gentlemen, woo, oh my god. How can I forget the woo woos, Luke? I forgot the woo woos. Oh, did, oh, well, I didn't. I didn't even notice. <sighs> well, well, woo! It's episode three hundred and thirty. Ten shows. Pew 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 pew. Uh, I can't. I can't, I can't believe that I forgot pew, pew, pew. the woo woos. How dare I? Forget well, it's the a. Tradition. It's been a crazy well morning for me, night for you. We got a lot going on <laughs> with the show. We adding things and talking to people, and we got stuff going mm -hmm. on. So. Well, according to uh, going back Luke to Groundhog's Day, <laughs> going back to Groundhog's Day, really quick. National Oceanic yeah. and Atmospheric Administration in America says there are no predictive skills for groundhogs uh, during most recent years. Uh, so, I guess okay. they don't actually know how to predict the the weather from. So, yeah, yeah. Matt, Luke met someone today. Hint, hint. Mm -hmm. that was you make it sound like I, I'm getting married or something. No, I just met your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> he met somebody. It's like... <laughs> that sounded like you were doing a line from uh, How I Met Your Father. <laughs> yes. It did sound like a line from How I Met Your Father. Uh, we will talk about that later. Uh, have you gotten a little Omicron? 
Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, no, but no. I was around some people this week that did get uh, COVID. I'm not. I don't really know which one it was, but I somehow managed to not get it. I well, at least mm-hmm. I wasn't symptomatic. They say you can get it and not be symptomatic, so maybe that's. I haven't had a test yet, so. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Omicron subvariant uh, BA2 is more infectious than the original Omicron, and uh, this is uh, according to Danish people. Uh, a Danish study, right? Uh, BA2 subvariant, uh, which is quickly taken over Denmark, is more transmissible than the common BA1, which I think is the Omicron, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the study which analyzed coronavirus infections in more than 8,500 oh, 8, Danish households between December and January found people infected with the subvariant were roughly 33% more likely to infect others as compared with the B1 subvariant. Uh, the B1 subvariant accounts for more than 98% of the Omicron cases, but his mm-hmm. close cousin BA2 has quickly become the dominant strain in in Denmark, right, okay. So this is just another version of Omicron that's just slightly different, I guess. Uh, if you've been exposed to, if you've been exposed to BA2 in your household, you have a 39% probability of being infected within ste- within seven days instead of 29% with BA1. Uh, I don't know if that means when you're vaccinated or not. Um, mm. But it says BA2 cases have also registered in the U.S., Britain, Sweden, and Norway, but much lesser to extent uh, than in Denmark, where it accounts for 82% of current cases. Holy mother, that's a lot. Yeah, I get to use my Hamlet joke now, so I guess something is rotten in the land of Denmark. <laughs> something, yeah. Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. Hamlet jokes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was like I said, I was around people who ha- this week tested positive uh, for some type of COVID. Uh, they were, uh, what do you call it, Bo- boost, they had the booster shot, and they still got it. Um, and I am triple, tri- well, whatever, I'm booster shotted, I've gotten three shots, and I didn't get it. So it's like, really weird you know it's like person by person basis i guess but like i said i could have gotten it not mm-hmm. been symptomatic i guess but um uh they say that this ba2 is not any more dead dangerous it's just more transmissible so it's not like yeah. it's, it, if you have the vaccine it's it's not going to be any worse than any of the other variants yeah uh that's cool uh, let's go to a nor of the way. I know someone from Norway. Uh, I look at him every time I look in the mirror. It's not weird. Look, that must be great. Yeah, uh, you just get this build up in your chest of Norwegian pride every time you look in the mirror. <laughs> I go. Arr. The national anthem just starts playing in the background, right? <laughs> you you hear like ja vi elsker <laughs> Yeah, in the background, every time I look in the mirror. Yeah. Uh, the Norwegian Prime Minister sees a Russian military build-up as a sign of weakness. What? The uh, Norwegian Prime Minister uh, Jonas, is, is, or is it jo- Jonas? Yeah. Jonas? Jonas. Jonas. Garstor uh, mm-hmm. says he believes concerns should be heard at the negotiating table and not through a military build-up. 
He sees this mm-hmm. as a sign of weakness. Politically, for me, it's a sign of weakness in the way that you have to express your views and your interests by that kind of military demonstration because it's at the table where you deal with issues that matter to uh, that that matter to the people. He said in an interview with the Associated Press on Wednesday, Russia has demanded that NATO, of which Norway is a founding member, refuse to allow Ukraine and other Soviet countries into its alliance. The Russian government has more than 100,000 troops at the border. Uh, Security concerns prompt much of Europe and the U.S. and Canada to be on high alert. Right. That's what we talked about last week, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. He said that the Russian demands uh, are a result of communication breakdowns following the Cold War and the lack of communication resulting in differences that have not been settled through negotiation after the Russian invasion of Crimea in 2014, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's true. That is uh, definitely true. I I I think we we come to the point of like now now I'm getting tired. I'm getting tired of talking about this because it's like it literally it's been 2 weeks <laughs> and you're already sick of it, right? Yeah, I guess it's been yeah. th- 3 weeks actually, but Yeah. And I, I think I'm already sick of it because it has lasted so long. Like, it, this is not a, a new thing at all. It's like, it's always been like this. And I'm so, I'm so freaking sick of it. Really, really sick of it. Well, I, I went and did some research on this and I, I found, like, some of the beginnings of, like, talking about this in the United States. There, if you mm. go look up uh, org from the RAND Corporation... Uh, there's a mm-hmm. thing that was put out called NATO's Northeastern Flake Emerging Opportunities for Engagement. And this was put out in 2017, <laughs> Fro. Uh, and if you yeah. look through this, it talks all about the U.S. Air Force's engagements in Central Europe as a part of increased Russian activity in the region. Um, talking about how they're going to work with countries like Finland, um, Czech Republic, Hungary, Poland, uh, Estonia, and try to... Um, put military equipment and soldiers in those countries to uh, push back against uh, against Russians against Russia, uh, which is exactly what happened now. And that that was written out by the U.S. in 2017. It's available, like I said, rand.org on the internet if you want to find it yourself. It's like 300 pages long, so have fun. <laughs> I'm sure Ukraine is very happy about all all of this with Russia and things like that. Yeah, right. We hear a lot from the U.S. talking about it. We hear a lot from mm, Germany. Seems very against sending them weapons, right? Um, we mm. just heard from your president about the whole situation. We've heard from mm-hmm. the Russians a lot about this whole situation. What are the? Mm-hmm. W- it seems like the Ukraines aren't doing a whole lot of talking, right? Mm, it's almost like they are not saying anything. Well, the president of the country this came out this week, President Zelensky, signed a decree on Tuesday to increase the size of the armed forces by 100,000 troops over three years in Ukraine mm-hmm. and raised salaries, uh, soldier salaries, but said he did not want a war with Russia and did not think it was eminent. In an address to Parliament, he urged lawmakers to stay calm and united, not to sow panic and not to exploit a standoff with Russia for political gain. Uh, he was speaking to a oh, as he prepared to host the prime ministers of Britain, Poland, and the Netherlands as part of efforts to defuse tensions with Russia. Um, 
there are currently 250,000 people in the Ukrainian armed forces, and obviously they want to raise that. Um, Moscow has denied any plans of invading Ukraine, but has demanded sweeping security guarantees from the West. Okay. Yeah, uh, maybe we should listen to Ukraine. It's almost like we we should. It's almost like it's their country that we're saying <laughs> needs to be defended, and they're saying uh, we we don't think that's happening. What I like this we heard last week, um, or maybe it was the week before, all about uh, U.S. intelligence information says that the Russians are going to invade Ukraine. Um, but what I was hearing this week is that the Ukrainian intelligence says that that's not happening. And who do you trust more, the intelligence of the country who's supposedly going to be attacked or the U.S. saying it's going to be attacked, right? Oh, U.S., of course. 1,000%. I trust the U.S. blindly. Oh, no, I don't. Uh. What, what, what? Uh, yeah, so yeah. the Ukrainian, the Ukrainians seem um, against, you know, uh, pushing this uh, or being pro- provocative towards uh, the Russians. Um, I don't think as, not even just as an American, but like, I don't think if they don't want troops there and stuff that we should be sending mm-hmm. uh that but we are still sending weaponry uh like tons and tons of uh weapons there so and and all around that that general area yeah yeah maybe we should just stop and listen to people stop collaborate and listen <laughs> thank, thank you for that reference, Luke. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. uh, let's uh, go to Prince Andrew. Uh, that's sailing up to be the jerk of many, many years. Apparently, it was uh, his birthday I... recently, and uh, according like the rules of like British, you know, royalty and stuff, they're supposed to like mm. uh, on their royals' uh, birthdays, they like raise a sp- special flag or something and they didn't do it for his birthday recently um showing that he's like not accepted into the family anymore obviously that was an interesting thing that happened this week yeah uh he did nice close friendship with just len maxwell in the u.s court file yeah all almost like nobody wants to have friendship with that lady anymore yeah yeah, he never knew her. He wasn't ever around her, like, in a picture. We've yeah. all seen him a hundred times. Um, yeah. Prince Andrew has denied being a close friend of Ghislaine Maxwell in a legal response to the woman suing him for sexual assault. Lawyers of the Prince also say he wants to go before a jury to contest claims brought by Virginia Ufray. Uh He has consistently denied all the allegations against him. Uh, the 11-page court document filed Wednesday, Prince Andrew's legal team lists a number of reasons why they believe her civil sh- suit should be dismissed. Uh, one factor, the court is considering the issue of consent. Uh, Gouffre's claims are barred by the doctrine of consent, he says, uh, mm-hmm. the lawyers say. Uh, the document also states that Prince Andrew admits he met Epstein in 1999, but denies participating in any abuse. Uh, on the matter of the photograph, okay, uh, with the prince uh, around 
with his arm around Miss Gouffray and with Maxwell in the background, this is the picture, obviously, his lawyers say they do, uh, they do not have enough ev evidence, oh, enough information to admit or deny its existence. His lawyer, oh, let me hmm. repeat that. His lawyers say they do not have enough information to admit or deny its existence. So hmm. it might, that, that picture may not exist, bro. We may never have seen hmm. that. Hmm. <laughs> Like the interview he didn't do? Do you remember that interview he didn't do? That was a good interview that he didn't do. Right. Uh, the picture mm. of the interview that we're looking at right here above this article. Uh, elsewhere but, uh, in the document, he denies that Miss Gouframe's... He denies Miss Gouframe's claims that Prince Andrew was a close friend of Maxwell as well. Uh, the U.S. judge... his. Uh, writing to the judge, the lawyer states, Prince Andrew hereby demands a trial by jury on all causes of actions asserted to the complaint. Okay. Okay. That's good. The truth will come out, as they say. Uh, talking about truth, uh, somebody that uh, we both don't like uh, and is uh, also shitted, Joe Rogan, uh, has been in a little trouble with uh, Spotify because Spotify has lost like I think it was 20 million in in the revenue the last week uh, yeah it was it was in the millions I don't remember the exact figure but it I, was, think it was I mean that was just million it was like sto was, stock market valuation yeah. so that you know that's yeah. just like temp like it can go back up that's how the stock market works obviously but yeah um yeah, as far as the 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 stock was down, I guess is the point, right? Mm. It even says right here in the article because this is a Market Watch article. Uh, down right now, it's down five point seven four percent, and it's yeah. currently updating as I'm looking at it. Down five point five nine percent now. Um, mm -hmm. at, uh, great thing about Market Watch after bruising a bruising week. Spotify said on Sunday it would add content advisories to certain podcasts to improve transparency about its misinformation policy. Uh, last week, Neil Young pulled his music from Spotify, citing the spread of disinformation, citing Joe Rogan's popular podcast. Uh, mm -hmm. Artists Joni Mitchell and Nils Lofgren also pulled their music, while non-90s alt-rock band Belly... Never even have you heard of Belly ever ever? <laughs> never, never heard of them. I've heard of Green Jelly, the '90s rock band. Um, they posted delete Spotify on the profile. Calls to cancel Spotify have surged on social media. Uh, Spotify kept quiet for almost a week, but in a blog post Sunday, the f oh co-founder and chief executive Daniel El oh Eck, I thought it said Elk, announced changes while not mentioning. Uh, Rogan by name, so, uh, yeah, I mean, the biggest thing from what I saw is they're gonna, like it said, they're gonna add warnings to anything that can be considered controversial. Yeah, so right. are we going to have a warning in front of our podcast? I guess it depends on what we talk about in the podcast, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, some of our podcasts in the past, and this was an argument by a lot of the people defending Joe Rogan. Uh, mm -hmm. We did news articles talking about how uh, the lab leak theory was slowly becoming more and more acceptable, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So could those end up with some kind of warning on them? Maybe. I, it just depends on how 
thorough they're being going through all these podcasts or if they're just paying attention to people who are really big, you know, because yeah. yeah. they'd have to have, like, the most insane algorithm ever to be able to, like, figure out exactly what every single podcast is talking about and then put a warning up on yeah. it. I hope some artist, some random artist leaves Spotify because of us. That would be funny. And th this whole thing reminds me of, like, the late... 80s, early 90s, uh, when Metallica didn't want to play because they were they were <laughs> because what? Uh, weren't they? Didn't they want to? Uh, they stopped playing for a little while because people downloaded their music. Sure, but that, that, that was nothing. What I was gonna say, but yes, that did oh. also happen in the late. Well, no, that was the late 90s because that was oh, because that was Naps Napster. Napster. When yeah, Napster yeah. came around, yeah, Metallica got really mad. But before that, this was kind of the rap music ha hair band days, like you know, um, hair band rock groups. Uh, before they had parental advisory stickers on the front of CDs and cassettes, remember? And then they had mm -hmm. to add parental advisories on the front of all rap music and everything else. And to, to the point where I remember going into a CD shop when I was a kid and being like, oh, this, this one has parental advisory on it. This is the one I'm going to buy. So, like, yeah. that, that warning on the CD that was supposed to be like, oh, kids, don't listen to this, that made the kids, or at least for yeah, me as a kid, I was like, that's the one that looks cool now. Right, so I have a feeling this whole thing's gonna backfire on the people who want this. But really, the people who are pushing this—they don't care about warnings on podcasts. They're just trying to—they just don't like Joe Rogan, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, don't like him either. I don't think he deserves to be deplatformed. No, me neither. And that's what me they want. Neither. They want him. Yeah. They want to get him off Spotify, and it's like, okay, he's just going to move somewhere else. So then, are you going to try to deplatform him from that place? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Say he gets kicked off Spotify because there's enough pressure from whatever advertisers or something. Where do you think Joe Rogan's show would end up next? Would he go back to YouTube? No, it's even it's harder for him to go go back to YouTube. I think YouTube is str stricter than Spotify. They are now. I, they, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if they would maybe, want him back. May, maybe he can start a podcast on uh, Grinder. <laughs> the grind. Uh, that's actually not a bad idea. Well, not uh, for Joe Rogan, but for like Grinder as a company to like start. Mm -hmm. that, that could be an interesting thing. Homosexual uh, sex and uh, and uh, podcasting goes together in like. Well, you could really marriage. get to know somebody if you listen to like two hours of them discussing stuff, right? So in a that way, that's true. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the reason why I'm talking about Grinder, it it is because uh, they don't really like that app in China. Oh, uh, you don't say. Because, <laughs> uh, what what a shock! It's like saying. They don't like uh, a lot of other things in China. Yeah. It's almost well, like there's some kind of tyrannical regime or something. Almost like they are a terrible, terrible regime or something. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it disappears from the App Store in China, and this is because of the Olympics, of course. I don't understand uh, how it's connected to the Olympics, other than that they're all. This is all well, happening because, at the same time. Yeah, because they don't want people to have sex. While being in China and also in the Olympics, I guess. 
It says to root out illegal and sensitive content during the New Year holiday and the February Olympics. I guess so. People, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's the only real, right? Um, because you know all those gay ice skaters that are coming down to China. Is that well? I mean, there probably are a lot of a lot of the uh, Olympic athletes who are gay and yeah and, and bisexual and whatever else. Um, and, and people who are coming to see the Olympics, I don't even, are they having a crowd? Yeah. I don't even know. I um, have no clue. Yeah. But it says the, uh, the dating app grinder has disappeared from multiple app stores in China. The authorities tighten control in the country already heavily policed internet have purged online behavior, uh, by the ruling communist party. Uh, the country's cyber authority is conducting a month long campaign, to root out these illegal and sensitive content, although the world's most populous nation uh, decriminalized homosexuality in 1997, same-sex marriage is illegal and LBGT issues still remain taboo. Uh, Apple says Grindr's developers removed the app because Apple's China App Store uh, data from the mobile research firm shows it's no longer available as of Thursday last week. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. Grinder did not respond for request for comment, so we don't know. Uh, they didn't say, I guess, why they chose to take it down, other than probably pressure from the government itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a hundred and ten percent it. It still uh, makes no sense to me. Like, if it, like, cause yeah. it's not like they're saying it's because of the content itself, but like, there isn't porn on Grind. I mean, guys, I've never been on Grinder. Is there porn on Grinder? I don't know. Um, it's not content necessarily. It's like a social a, media app, right? As someone that has been on Grinder, there's a lot of porn on Grinder. Oh, I, I didn't know if it was like acceptable or not. All right, well then. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, there is. Um, milestones, you know that. Uh, we all like milestones, and we definitely want to have uh, fusion nuclear energy don't we or is this a little scary i am putting it on the scary side of things because uh, researchers achieve a milestone on path towards nuclear fusion energy i'm not uh, sure i like this look uh, u.s government scientists said on wednesday they have taken an important step towards nuclear fusion the very process that powers stars and a viable energy source from humankind uh, using the world's largest lasers, uh, the research co researchers coked fusion fuel for the first time to heat itself beyond the heat that they initially zapped into it, uh, achieving a phenomenon called burning plasma that marked the stride towards a sustainable fusion energy. Um, right, like cold fusion kind of thing happening, right? It says the scientists directed 192 laser beams towards a small target containing a cas capsule less than a tenth of an inch, uh, about two millimeters in diameter, filled with fusion fuel containing plasma of deuterium and tritonium, two isotopes and, or forms of hydrogen. Uh, yeah, so they're trying to make nuclear fusion, uh, mm -hmm. which is like the whole... like this. says it, fusion energy is the holy grail of clean, limitless energy, uh, said Annie yeah. Kirscher of the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory. I am sure they can use it in bombs as well, as well so I'm not sure I like this. Uh, they did uh, much 
they did this same thing in China recently, which we talked about, yeah. I think, at the end of the podcast at some point. Um, they did it for a lot longer time period. Like, it was for a few minutes, not for a few seconds or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I don't. I'm not really afraid of it necessarily. Um, it's it, it's something that's kind of been talked about my whole life, like the idea of cold fusion energy or something. It's like been in yeah. video games and stuff that I remember from when I was a kid. So, yeah, um, yeah I don't. I I don't know what could go wrong. So I guess that's what doesn't scare me. I don't know why are you afraid of it. <laughs> Because uh, uh, all I see is nuclear and fusion and energy, and I think, oh, that would be a new, cool new atom bomb. Right, I guess that's how people thought about nuclear energy, like nuclear-powered reactors. Some yeah. people still feel that way about it, like because of Fukushima and things like that, even though they are fairly, you know, um, safe, so... Yeah, I guess we will see. Maybe I'm being a little... Uh, this is like a thing out of... Like, you like Star Trek. And the thing that powers I the do, spaceship, yeah. the Enterprise in, in Star Trek, mm -hmm. is this. So to be able to create a, a world like Star Trek, we have to be able to create this thing. So, mm -hmm. if you want Star Trek world, we got to get this thing down. So, look, if I say uh, this has been a... Catastrophic week. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, because uh, not only has America gotten a new cat in the White House, because holy moly, uh, Toby, Tabby, Tabby, uh, has come to, to the White House. A very beautiful new cat in the White House. Uh, but it also has been somewhat catastrophic <laughs> uh, because Meg uh, there was this Michigan school that totally provided litter box for the people that identify as cats. How dare the Michigan school do that? It says a Michigan school. A Michigan superintendent said a rumor that a school district has litter boxes on school grounds for students yeah. who identify as furries is false actually from not true Aww. it didn't happen because that that would be Aww. insane if that had happened uh, <laughs> the issue first brought to light at a school board meeting in, in december tw 20th around 100 miles northwest of detroit at the meeting a parent said she was a lot of a lot bit upset and furious about learning that someone from someone that litter boxes had been added to the bathrooms this is a quote from her. I heard at least one of our schools in, in the town, in one of the unisex bathrooms, a litter box for kids that identify as cats, and I'm disturbed by that. I'm all for creativity and imagination, but when someone lives in a fantasy world and expects other people to go along with it, I have a problem with that. Uh, she added that this was an agenda that was being pushed nationwide. Yeah. Just all over the place. Just schools yeah. with yeah. boxes of shit. <laughs> Just <laughs> human shits in boxes at, in schools. Yeah. That would be a catastrophic thing if it happened. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, I, I'm going to quit soon, yeah. Hansen's claim of litter boxes was shared on a Facebook group, which was then shared with uh, uh, the group on Thursday. Uh, she wrote, parents... Parent heroes will take our schools back. 
Take your schools back oh. from furries? From furries, I guess. Oh, from furries, yeah. I can understand that. Those scary, scary furries. So scary. Grrr. Or meow? Is it meow? M meow or grrr? And then this article just goes a whole lot into what furries are, because I guess a lot of people don't know what furries are, which I guess makes sense. Yeah, if you don't know what furries are, Google it. Right, we don't need to go into what yeah. furries are. Yeah, no. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's a uh, something. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but uh, what is the video that we're going to watch this week? Look, apparently. Uh, the Pope, uh, there was a, an ability to have an audience with the Pope this week, okay? Uh, and a man came up there to have audience with the Pope and, and you know, speak to the Pope. Uh, mm -hmm. So let's hear what he's got to say. I haven't heard this at all, so um, go and give me a countdown. I'm, go I'm going to guess that he says, hi, very nice to meet you. Great hat. Uh, great. <laughs> Love the hat. <laughs> That's what I would probably say. <laughs> uh, okay, play in three, two, one, go. Okay, he's clearly not speaking English. The man interrupted the audience with Pope Francis to denounce the Catholic, Catholic Church. It sounds like he's telling him to reject Catholicism. Is it the Pope? We heard a few minutes ago a person shouting, screaming, who had some problems. I don't know if it was physical, psychological, or spiritual, but it was one of our brothers in trouble. What do you think? He's possessed? I would like to finish by praying for him, our brother who is suffering. Poor thing. If he was shouting, it's because he was suffering and he has some needs. Yeah, for you and your brother and not to rape children, probably. Yeah, that uh, that would help. I just like the goofy-ass... Like, there's the two actual police officers, and then there's this goofy-ass... Mm -hmm. Catholic guard person on the right there. Did you yeah. see him in his silly outfit? Yeah, yeah. He looks like a jester from like a, a, a Disney cartoon about um, the Knights of the Round Table or something. Hey, look. Do you know what I want to cancel? Uh, the Pope. Uh, I would like to cancel cancel culture. Uh, I don't think that's possible since cancel culture has literally existed before anybody called it cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of the most toxic things that uh, is going on. I mean, we didn't talk about it. Whoopi Goldberg being canceled. Uh, oh, we are going to talk about it. It's in the TV news. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah. Uh, things like that. Just like, yeah, this whole thing with Spotify... <laughs> I guess we can talk about Whoopi if you want to. Go into yeah. the... Should we? There's an article in the TV section, and then we'll just skip it when we get oh, yeah. there. But uh, Whoopi, Whoopi was suspended from The View for her remarks about the Holocaust. Uh, mm. Right, it says, from ABC News, effective immediately, We I am suspending Whoopi Goldberg for two weeks for wrongful and hurtful comments. 
While she has apologized, I've asked her to take time and reflect and learn uh, about the impact of her comments. Uh, right, do you want to hear what she said, Fro? Because it's pretty bad. Uh, Goldberg said on Monday's episode, Let's be truthful about it, because the Holocaust isn't about race. It's not about race, it's about man's inhuman inhumanity to man. Uh, which drew immediate sweeping criticism from all Jewish organizations, including the Anti-Defamation League and the U.S. Holocaust Museum. I don't know how she, like, in her, like, uh, apology, I don't know if you heard her apology, but she said... Yeah, I did, yeah. Uh, basically that uh, people took it she, the yeah, wrong way, she that meant, she meant something different. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Yeah, she said, she said that... Uh, when she was talking about race, she was talking about, like, skin color. And she was talking about, like, being black and white. And she didn't really see see uh, uh, this as a, a race thing. But it says she misspoke. Uh, oh, here's a quote from her. So yesterday on her show, I misspoke. I said the Holocaust wasn't about race, and it was instead about man's humanity, inhumanity to man. But indeed, it is about race. Uh, because Hitler and the Nazis considered Jew, Jew, the Jews to be an inferior race. Uh, now, words matter and mine are no expectation, oh, exception. Um, I regret my comments and I stand corrected. I also stand with the Jewish people. Right, so. Um, I mean, not only, I mean, that's just it. Like, the Nazis didn't even just go after Jewish people, right? No. So, it definitely wasn't just about uh one thing that she's saying it was what did she say it was about inhumanity right mm. yeah this is it was about white supremacy which isn't just about like uh skin color white supremacy also has to do with like being the superior white uh, over mm -hmm. other white people or whatever you consider white which is white is and a completely abstract thing, right? Because yes, I've yeah. seen a lot of very uh, melanated Italian people, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> For instance. Yeah, no, that's a perfect thing to say. I, 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 I couldn't agree more with you. It's, it's, it's true. And I, I, I just, I hate, I hate that we, we're, we're trying to miss good things. I, I really like when she was on Colbert. Uh, later, I think that me made things even worse. For two weeks, uh, though, I mean, mm. Tucker Carlson is out here defending her, saying that she did nothing wrong and that it's all about cancel culture. I mean, she clearly did do something. Like you shouldn't say that on on live television. That's clearly no, you shouldn't. You should get in trouble for that. I don't ha have any reason to think she should not get in trouble for it. I don't think this is being canceled. In the sense that other people have been cancelled, I guess. No. Uh, Tron is uh, going to tell uh, the truth about cancel culture. Hello, this is Tron, but Tron tells the truth. It's been a lot of more talking about cancel culture lately. Yes, a lot of people from the right are feeling like they're cancelled. Or use other words like... What do we say? Well, my, my, my favorite word is radical race history. Well, let's be first talk about radical race history because it's history. Yeah, it's nothing radical about it. The only thing radical about it is that it's being told now. You couldn't do that before. 
But the facts are very good. And the facts are really the facts. It's not the theory. It's hi fucking history. That's the only thing I had to say about that. So you right-wingers can go fuck yourself. When it comes to cancel culture, a lot of people talking about humor is not allowed anymore, and this is not allowed anymore, and blah, blah, blah. Some of that I do agree about. Some people on the left are whiny. They are complaining every time, and they're just whiny. It's more moralistic than you fucking you, the right used to be. But again, what kind of cancel culture are we really talking about here? Because I do remember 9-11. Do you remember 9-11? Most of the people maybe listen to this segment didn't. But I remember a lot of journalists who spoke up against American authorities at that time. Said, maybe you should not start a war in Iraq. Maybe you should not make a concentration camp in Cuba. Maybe the administration in the United States didn't do the right thing. Those people were silenced. The people lost their jobs. They were harassed because they didn't stand up for the nation. So please, come talk about cancel culture. When the people in the 60s speak up against the 40s, against the Vietnam War, and blah, 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 they were also silenced as much as they could. They're still trying to silence those voices because they were stooping up against the American 40s. That was also cancel fucking culture. You cannot talk up, up against Israel without calling anti-Semite. Isn't that cancel culture? When you're talking against the war everywhere in the world, you criticize the American military complex, and you ask to sh be sh shut up. Isn't that cancel culture? Cancel culture for the right is only when people don't want to listen to their bullshit. When people are tired of their bullshit. A lot of people are like, talking about like, Dave Chappelle was cancelled. The only reason I cancelled Dave Chappelle is that he's not funny anymore. It's many years since he's been funny. Don't want to listen to a person anymore because he don't deliver the goods. It's not cancel culture. Peterson, that fucking psychiatrist bull asshole, is also talking about he being cancelled. It's very funny when you can talk to any big news organization in the world, put your name on every front desk in the media, be all over Facebook and social media say you've been cancelled people from the right they are like small children they think like when they got the big I fucking idea no one shall criticize them no one should talk against them nobody because if they do rather than uh, they use two things the media are left winged or they are cancelled we had the same in Norway too the, the leader of the extremist right-wing fucking shit party, the progressive party, <laughs> funny enough, talking about cancel culture. Yeah, she had a press conference saying she was cancelled. Well, she, the microphones was from every big fucking news organization in Norway. So she, she got out to over 80% of the Norwegian people talking about how she was cancelled. Well, many, not many... <laughs> few weeks ago she also said she was cancelled again because she didn't want was not invited to debate in national TV because the national TV didn't want was against her party and they were too left-winged yeah last year they had 26 the big debates on that channel and she was invited to half of them but because she doesn't invite to every one of them and people criticizing the party and asking them difficult questions it's cancel culture this whining about cancel culture, I'm going to fucking annoy me. If you have something to say, 
you have the right to say it, but you can also be criticized for it. And there are possibilities that people don't like your opinions. Getting that criticism is not being canceled. It's fucking call a debate, motherfucker. This was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Have a fucking nice day. And to all your right-wingers and moralistic bullshitter on the left, go fuck yourself. This was Tron. That was uh, Tron telling the truth about cancel culture. Thank you, Tron, as always. Thank you, Tron. TV round. Holy moly, baloney. Why all of a sudden did I decide to put uh, things out this week? Well, like ever, it wasn't even just well. Netflix did a lot of stuff, but there was something from so many different uh, places, right? Sources. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so weird. Uh, let's start with getting curious with Jonathan Von Ness yep. on Netflix. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, I've seen two episodes and I'm out. Uh, this is strangely woke, but we will talk about that. Um, well, it's Jonathan so, Von Ness. If anybody doesn't know, he's from what the the uh... new version of uh, queer guy for a straight guy. Uh, queer eye for the straight guy, right? The yes. new, the newer version. But the I didn't know this guy. The first time I ever saw this guy was poopery uh, commercials, which is like a a little <laughs> spray bottle that you spray in your toilet after you poop. And he's like the spokesperson for that brand. And I never knew mm -hmm. what he was from. So the first time I ever saw this dude, I just, that's what I knew him as is the poopery guy until like months later, I found out he was in that show. Uh, and now he's got his own show. And honestly, of all those people, he's one of the more entertaining queer eye guys in, in any of the seasons. So he's very entertaining. He's just a. Uh... Yeah, this show is weird. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, I saw two episodes. Uh, I saw is uh, uh, insects beautiful or disgusting, and why am I so happy when I eat sweets? That's the two ones I saw uh, because I didn't care about hair. <laughs> oh, I watched the hair one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even um, look at what they were about, but the first one I went into it, and I kind of ex just because his whole brand is very fashion forward. I just assumed mm -hmm. it was going to be more like some like have something to do with the world of fashion or something like that. But this is nothing to do with that, right? It's like about yeah. him. He's got some interest, and then he just explores a different interest each episode. And like you said, the first episode was about bugs, which he hates, but he mm -hmm. wanted to learn more about. Right? Is that what I was to understand? Yeah, but it's it's so sad. But then they go into eating bugs. Is that what you were gonna say? Yeah. Okay. What did I mean? Uh, what did you think about? I mean, it's this is a new discussion that's happening in the world right now, and Republicans in America are very upset about the idea of us eating bugs. Right. I wouldn't mind eating bugs, to be honest. It just depends. Like, if you take the bugs and you make them into a powder and then make a patty mm -hmm. out of it that tastes pretty much exactly like a hamburger, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. But it's plant and insect-based. I don't, like, I probably wouldn't even notice. I don't want to sit there and munch on dried-up grasshoppers, though. I mean, there's, like, there's, <laughs> you know, I think that's the way a lot of people see it is, like, eating bugs is just, like, you taking a giant cockroach and just putting it in your mouth, which I don't think that's what right. people who are advocating uh, a bug consumption are, are going for, but I don't know, maybe they are. 
I mean, they went to that restaurant with uh, Peta Bishmel or whatever her name is. Right. Uh, uh, the cook. Uh, but yeah, no. Can I just? I just. I didn't like this. I really didn't like this. And it has nothing to do with him. Uh, but it's. It felt. It just felt very woke. It felt a little like. Woke? Okay. What yeah, do you mean by that? Well, felt... I mean, yeah, definitely the eating bugs thing is considered definitely a woke, definitely a yeah. woke thing. And, uh, yeah, the, I mean, the whole idea of, the the one thing he goes into a lot in the hair one is wigs and, like, where mm-hmm. the hair from wigs it, it comes from and how much it costs and all that other stuff. Like, it's so expensive mm-hmm. and everything else um, and why people want wigs and different things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's exploring social issues, I guess. So, yeah, in yeah, that way, con- it definitely is construct. Well. Yeah, And it is a little uh, preachy at times, maybe, from some of... very, very Not preachy. from him, but yeah. from some of the people yeah. he's talking to. Yes, yes. Especially with the one where he goes uh, and talk about sweets. He goes to this, like, uh, uh, girl that tells him, like, you're going to die of heart attack if you... Uh, uh, right, like exactly. Very yeah. good. Yeah. And it's like the bug uh, one. The bug one. They very much are like, if we don't do this, we're all going to be dead yeah. within this many years, or what, from global warming because of cow yeah. cow farts, which is you know, actually a reasonable take, I guess. Uh, I give but, it a uh, five. I mean, I thought it was super oh, in the middle. I give it a three. I just didn't get it. I thought the production value was fine, and as far as he goes as a host, I thought he was entertaining. Mm-hmm. So. He's entertaining. I agree. Uh, your turn. Um, what should we... Uh, I guess I'll go Astrid and Lily Save the World on Sci-Fi? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, this was... It's about two... High schoolers? Yes, high school. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say middle school for a second, but I'm pretty sure it's high school. Um, who are kind of the outcasts, right? Because... Uh, yeah, they were quirky. They're like very like. They they get made fun of for their weight in this show specifically, but they also are. They have a weird hobby of like be pretending to be detectives or like acting like detectives that they really enjoy Mm -hmm. um, investigating people's lives and things like that. Which I guess is quirk. Is that quirky or is that uh, illegal? I'm not really sure. Uh, Sitting outside somebody's house with binoculars, right? Um, This show felt a little (laughs) yaw though. Definitely, yeah, but at the same time, yeah. it's it's not for super young adult because it's vi- there's no. like the one scene where the dude gets his throat cut, and I was like, yeah. this isn't for young kids, but like, right, it feels like it, like the production value looks like it's made for high school kids, but it, there's no way it would be that violent if they were directing mm-hmm. it towards like I don't know, sixteen, fifteen year olds, right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, I saw, there's only one episode out, so we only saw one episode, but this episode mm. had the bad guy w- was called the tearjerker, and he looked mm-hmm. right out of, I don't know, something from Xena Warrior Princess, or yeah, yeah. Charmed, the so. bad guy from Charmed, yeah, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Very cartoony looking bad guy, and uh, at the same time, it it t- it kind of, the guy was kind of terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in a weird way. Um, like, I watched another horror show about zombies we might talk about here in a second, and I thought mm-hmm. that guy was scarier than the zombies for some reason. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw... Rookie oh, we should give it a... We should give oh, it a, a score. Yeah. I gave it a two. Uh, I th- this 
the yeah. problem with this is the the acting is terrible. Number one, these Shit. the two yeah. main actresses they're they're young, so you got to give them some slack, but they're not good. None of the other actors in this are good at all. The bad yeah. guy is the most overacted character I've seen in a really long time. Obviously done on purpose, uh, yeah. and the film filming is bad. And there were even uh, glaring audio errors, so this had to yeah, be yeah. in like a two area. Yeah, and when he talks like very like over dramatically, it's it's so stupid. And some of the it's special so... effects are just, oh. just ter- like you know it, you could have done a practical effect way better in certain yeah. scenarios. Yeah, I agree with you too. Okay, I agree. Uh, also, something that felt very god this week was uh, uh, this uh, uh, Disney Plus show called Rookie Cops. Uh, four episodes. I just saw two, and I'm out because holy shit, this is bad. About this Korean National Police Universe uh, students, uh, and it it it's like it's following two of the students, and uh, it's about like the social uh, and the personal pressure of those two people, and how they are very different, like students, and how they. Uh, both like want to follow their dreams, but this is Disney Plus. Like Disney, Disney can't do shows like this. Like this proves once and for all, bad acting, terrible script, and uh, they are way, 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 way too young to be police uh, people as well. It's just so weird. It just it feels. Uh, it's wrong. It just feels extremely, extremely wrong. Okay. Uh, I give it a three. A three. All right. Was this yeah. American? I you don't think. I don't no, know. Korean. 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 Right. Okay. Uh, let's see. I guess we'll do le- legend. The legend of Vox Machina. Is that what it on mm-hmm. Amazon? This was an Amazon original, I, th- I believe. I think you, you you checked this out, right? Because I think I recommended this to you. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I went into this with very low expectations, so take that into account for what I'm about to say, mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed it. I was like, found it mm-hmm. very comical. Um, the animation style is good. Uh, I don't really like that kind of uh, fantasy genre generally, but this is kind of almost a parody of the fantasy genre because of the comedy mm. elements of it. So in that way, I, it almost felt like it was making fun of the fantasy genre, and so I could mm. enjoy it. Does that make sense? Even though I don't really yeah. like that genre. So, um, yeah. But this is about... Geez, this is kind of a complicated story, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's about a group called Vox Machina who mm. are hired by a king, even though they... Uh, he wants the best team uh, he can find to what save his daughter, right? Is that what it is? Mm. Right, and uh, they find this group Vox Machina, who are like these uh, kind of a group of bandits, ba- bandits, uh, and he gets them to try, or he offers them money to do this uh, because all the other bounty hunters basically have have been killed. Uh, by this thing that we find out is a dragon. I don't think it's really spoiling anything to say it's a dragon, right? No, okay. no, that's not. Um, and yeah, I mean that. Whole, like I said, the whole genre of fantasy dragon type things I don't mm-hmm. really like. But the comedy in this was really good. For a second, I was like, "Is that Jack Black?" But it's it's not. It's <laughs> some other guy. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, well, I gave it a 5.5. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we should drag some other people in and talk about the most important show in the world. The woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Talking about women, we have a woman here with us. Hello, Triv. How's it going? And I'm not sure how I, how I consider you comparing me to what we're talking about right now. I'm kind of a Well, you weird. do like to kill people, so there's that. <laughs> That's true. And you are, sir, yes. a cheeky bastard. I am a cheeky bastard because I have seen the last episode of this. Uh, I've seen four episodes and then I saw the last episode because I was like, I can't watch more of this terrible, 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 horrendous TV show. Right, I saw four episodes, and I guess we should say the show we're talking about. The show is the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. So you gotta, like, actually take a breath while you're saying this title. <laughs> That's awesome. They do have the best hashtag, too. Uh, no doubt about that. Is it the, all the letters? Is that what they're doing, the hashtag? Or yeah, is it... it's uh, T- <laughs> Well, I've seen it both ways, but the one that I've seen more so was the uh, TWI. T H A T S F T G I T W. It sounds like an automatic generated password. <laughs> that's exactly what it sounds like. It sounds like but a bot looked... account that's got like two subscribers and they, you know, put out weird propaganda and whatnot. Oh, well, how many of these episodes did you see, Triv, by the way, before we move on? Uh, I saw six. So okay. I, I was getting towards the end, but then. You know, because we were going to do this, I figured I should probably know how things ended, and so I did read up on it to know where it was going to end up. And, right, okay. Um, yeah, so. Okay, uh, do we want to go into a synopsis, or what do you think, Fro? What do you want to do? I want to go into a synopsis. What is this uh, show all about, Luke? Well, it's about a woman who sits in a house across Are you the street. Luke? <laughs> yep, that's that's me. I just my I I can change my voice. It's pretty. Wow. You're, I'm getting really good at it. Yeah, you sound like a lady when you talk. It's kind of strange look. I'm getting hired by you Cartoon should, Network later this year for voice acting. You, you should look into that. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, this is Rear Window. If anybody's seen Rear Window, right? I mean, like that. Basically, it's, it's a from the title. You is you assume comedy just because nobody would title something like this as a comedy, and it is labeled as a comedy, a dark comedy. Uh, the premise is that this woman named Anna is unsure of whether or not she's witnessed a murder across the street while she's sitting, uh, what, taking prescription medicines and drinking wine, right? Her wine yes. pours are, are epic. The fact that she can get an entire bottle of wine into a glass and just have it just at the top. That's amazing. I think this is where we should start talking about the the comedy of the show, I guess. Because this... Oh, yeah, because it's so funny. It's this was the exact no point that I, me and Fro, like, the wine... The, I think it was the first one, that wine pour where she goes right to the top. I, I, Me and Fro were like, this is supposed to be a parody. This is supposed to be a comedy. Up till this point, we have not laughed a single time. And I, I remember going to Fro and just saying this is supposed to be the comedy. And Fro was mm-hmm. like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, her pouring the wine like that, that's the funny. And Fro was oh, like... Yeah. And, and Fro was funny. totally thrown back. And I was also like, no, this yeah. is spo- like this is with the comedy part. So we, this is why we brought you on, because we don't okay. get it. 
We totally don't understand. <laughs> and I did a terrible job of taking notes of like what I f- what I found funny. One because I I went into this like I watched the six episodes 100% blind and then went and looked at the articles you sent um, to kind of get reactions and whatnot because that's generally how I do movies. Sure. Okay. If I can go in blind, I do what I can to go in blind. So there were definitely things right. that stood out as like weird so you knew I, I had i had read somewhere that it was supposed to be like dark comedy so i kind of went in with that as that 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 perspective but it, but I, I also I went oh good i didn't laugh one single time though it's supposed to be funny and i i uh when i watched two episodes with luke uh on saturday right uh, I, I said to luke like where is the funny? Like, right, like is, yeah. it, is it the bad acting? Is it uh, that she is collecting corks? Because that's so funny. And this stereotype about like how women always drink wine, that is such a terrible, terrible stereotype. It's like, oh, women are just alcoholics, and that is only women that does that. <laughs> like, it is so... It's just like oh, boom! I wanted to blow my brains out. I think it. I think it already. Oh. It's like what, the what, wine mom jokes, right? Is that like what? what yes. What it's supposed to go with, and I, I, I'm, I'm taking this a little bit from from some of the articles that I read, but I can also see it. You look at like, um, like like here in the states, there's there's networks like Lifetime or like Hallmark. They have those. Um, those those uh, those detectives that are like stay at home moms, or they have jobs that allow them to work from home, and they're just like mm-hmm. there's such like they're they're messes as people because they've had terrible traumas or whatever sure. it is, okay. but they're still able to do like this amazing job of figuring stuff out. That's kind of what I think they were trying to parody, because like you look at the fact that she like makes all these casseroles and she's got like endless casserole dishes. She has like the weird um sex dreams about stuff, the wine drinking, all of that. It is a it is a nasty stereotype, but it's also playing on a stereotype that's um brought about by all these different shows. And I think Netflix included it, on that too. But it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work in one single aspect. Like, uh, uh, the acting is bad on purpose. I understand that. But if you're going to make the acting bad on purpose, make it, it like, over... See, you're, I think you're getting ahead of yourself because we haven't, like... Yeah. The bad acting on purpose, like, we haven't discussed that yet. But for other people, she, like, the... The people who made it actually have said they did bad acting on purpose to make the show. In, in this Yahoo article, let's see, the concept of purposely purposely being bad actors and saying ridiculous lines with conviction that that gives the woman uh, in the house dot 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 uh, its desired style is what they say. It's fine. It's a fine line and something that we struggle with. Michael Michael Ely said, and we kept shooting. We got better at being bad actors. Is what they say, um, and that's supposed to be part of the funny, I guess, as well, right? Is that? Yeah, I, I think so, and I think like the the, I don't know, I I guess I looked at like the the endless casserole dishes, and it was the absurdity that I laughed at. I mean, it's not like funny, haha, but just like when the when the the lead detective person, I think her name was Lane, when she talks to Anna about the fact that how her daughter died, and just. The, the the just bluntness of which she said it because her daughter dies in like it's not a a terrible way from like a it's a terrible way but it's not in the terrible way that you might expect something like that to happen 
But just the way her sister, her daughter dies, she's just like, oh, and then this happened, and she's just like the Anna's sitting there, like you know, I don't know. I I but found it, the absurdity it, it, of it funny. I don't know. But it it, it just it did, okay. So how I, is I that a might, parody? Yeah, how is that a parody? <laughs> that's that's one one thing. The other one yeah, is like parody I, might I, not be the right word for it. But, but that's what they're promoting it as. Yeah, that's the problem. That's true. Yeah, and 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 all the material was saying like this is going to be so funny. This is going to be like dark comedy. I love dark comedy, but but uh, is it so dark that I don't get the point of it? Like I, I'm not going to spoil the last episode, but I really liked I I liked the ending of of the show. I did. But I'm not going to watch more more than than right. I have. It took and, it took uh, too much to get there per se for you yeah. to to kind of like yes. it. I, I could see to that because it definitely yeah. where it starts and where it ends. I think you could have you could have cut out some of the episodes and gotten to that because it does take where it starts. It it is very sincere in where it starts. Like it feels like it's supposed to be dark, but then it kind of goes into this weird place and. It's it's I don't know it's an odd it's an odd direction that it takes but ultimately I mean I've been enjoying it like the episodes didn't they don't sit around they're tight relatively speaking for what it is um, but I've had a good time watching it like none of the episodes felt boring to me thus far sure I, I guess our problem was that we went into it knowing knowing that it was supposed to be a comedy slash parody and I mean even in if you look at uh, the the t- Rotten Tomatoes scores, 52% tomato meter, 51% audience score. Everybody is split mm. on this. Even, like, the audience yeah. and the critics all are split on whether this is good or not. Very much. Um, so I don't think we're in the minority, either of no. us. I think no, we both definitely. are on no, no, e- no, even no, sides no. of liking it yeah. or not liking it. So I don't think either of us is wrong, definitely. I don't think that's the thing. I think the... The problem that we have is that they promoted it as one thing, and then when we watched it, uh, especially in the first two episodes, they're like the comedy. Maybe it's so. It, is it? I guess what I'm trying to figure out, at least, is is the comedy so subdued that me and Fro didn't notice it, or is it some kind of comedy that we just don't understand because right. of some <laughs> other factor that I don't get? You know, you yeah. you, you say that is it because we're men that we no, don't no, understand? No, no, no. I don't. I don't think that that's the case at all. Because I had um. Someone had put up a Twitter, or a, a tweet of one of my friends that does movie reviews, and he had watched through the entire series. Right, okay. And he had said that the comedy is incredibly subtle. And I, I right, have I... to agree, that's probably what it is. The comedy is, like, and I, I know that sounds stupid. It's, it, but it's so subtle it, that we missed it. To some extent, I mean, it, it's, it's very yeah. much like, um, I'm just going to try and find it here quick, and I don't mean to, to screw No, go ahead. I've got something to say. Because uh, you said something about this tombstone, and I read an, in the article about the same thing. I think it was in the BuzzFeed one you sent, Fro, about the tombstone and how this was like one of the best jokes, running jokes in the show. And it's like you would have to be really paying attention to notice that this tombstone, apparently the name changed or something. And it's well, like. Well, the name doesn't change, the actual message on it changes. So it goes from in heaven. Something like in heaven, everyone can see you dance, to there's no I in heaven, to. I don't know what the third thing was, but it, that was one of the things I picked out right away. See, so I, maybe, maybe uh, like when I'm I'm watching it, I'm listening to the dialogue, and I'm hanging. At the time, I was also hanging out with Fro. We're talking to each other about what's going on. I'm not sitting there reading the tombstone and stuff like that. I guess yeah, it must have been both yeah. subtle, and then things like the wine joke. 
I don't think that's a joke. I think that's a joke made for a very specific group of people, maybe. It, it, it feels very for, for... I'm sorry to say this, but it feels very for millennial ladies... That's, You're not that's wrong. Kind of... I thought Gen X even maybe. Yeah, Gen X. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but also like older millennials. Yeah. yeah. But I, I just, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, the, the I'm going to be the... totally honest. I am going to give this show a three out of ten. Wow. That's that. Yeah. That's, that's the same thing I gave it. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So, so um, what my what my movie reviewer friend said. Um, it has some of the most subtle satire of the of any series I've seen. So subtle, I don't know if it should be called a comedy. It's Angie Tribeca, right. but only going twenty percent of the bits. Okay, the amount of broken casserole oh, dishes is unnerving. Can, can I ask you, Triv, yeah. where where you land, uh, like out of ten, where this lands? Oh yeah, for absolutely. You? I I think this kind of falls in the same realm as Malignant. Like it, it, it even though it was. Not necessarily, I and I guess you're Malignant, right, it, it, it was advertised as like a certain kind of thing, and, and Malignant certainly wasn't, but just, it goes in as one thing, and then it comes out the other side as something different, just yeah. from that perspective. Like the concept is, is similar, is what you're saying. Yeah, so I mean, just right. the, the way the way that the story goes, like it starts off as very serious and very kind of whatever, and then it turns into this like batshit crazy thing of like out of left field to some extent. So like... Some of the comedy you have to have seen the whole thing to understand, maybe. Also, I, I would think to some extent, but like the like it is a running joke because it is a series. So like the tombstone gag, if you watched it the first two episodes and just the first two episodes, I think maybe they show the tombstone once in that time. I think and then it shows mm -hmm. up again in like number three or four. Uh, yeah, I remember um, seeing it a couple of times, and I only saw four episodes, so I definitely okay. saw and. Yeah, maybe you would have to see that running joke all the way through to get the like get that specific joke. But again, like par I, when I think parody, that doesn't equal parody in my mind. Like well, it says no. here in the independent article that we were looking at, uh, these types of tr thrillers are ubiqu ubiquitous on Netflix. Uh, this was uh, specifically the woman in the window is kind of what this was parody parodying, and even in this show, at one point she has the book, The Woman in the Window, and she's holding it, kind of breaking the fourth wall to a degree. And uh, that's, there was other, let's see, what's the other ones? The Woman in the Window, The Girl in the Train, The Dame on the Plane, The Woman in mm. Cabin 10, The Lady in the Lake, uh, and if there's any other ones we missed. But I think that's what, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's parodying this. But, like, there was all, a whole lot of other films that were like this before those yeah, Netflix, movie. Rear Window, <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. Disturbia, and actually, <laughs> yeah. believe it or not, well, here is a Kristen Bell quote from that Yahoo article. Uh, promoting the uh, series, Bell said, there's so much to this formula, to this genre, that we thought it was about time somebody poked fun at it, saying that this, this is a parody, this is a comedy. They're poking fun at this <laughs> genre, right? Yeah. But there has been one that... This poked fun at this exact genre. It was the Burbs with in like oh, the eighties right. uh, with uh, mm. what Tom Hanks. So it wasn't even like a obscure film. This was a major budget film. The Burbs was actually a parody of this genre. Uh, so I think it's strange so, that they're yeah. promoting it as like nobody's ever done a parody of this genre before. And it's like yeah, but yeah, it has yeah. been done. So I think I think it kind of so, does so specifically talk about. I, I I'd say about a five and a half or a six. Okay. okay, okay. For what it is, but I do think um, 
I will agree with you that there's been like the burbs and movies like that that did parody such things. I mean, even like Fro said, scary one of the scary movies does have bits of that. Oh but yeah, I, I guess think, you're right. Yeah. This this specific this specific like female detective thing. I think that that does sort of play into that aspect. Like so that specifically she's probably speaking on more than the the rear window genre, you know, in the burbs itself. And not that right. rear window was in the was in so the it, suburbs, but it's know. specifically at least from the ones that they're kind of in this independent article, it's all has to do with it has to be a woman in the house seeing the murder or whatever across right. the street right. as yeah, opposed exactly. to it being a man which is in you know in rear window or the burbs or disturbia or any number of other versions of this story that have been told multiple times, right? <laughs> I would agree with that. And I think the other thing is too, and 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 I might be wrong on this, but Netflix had cuties, right? They did cuties? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. I, the only reason I bring that up is because you look at how, how terrible they were at marketing that movie. So this is actually head and shoulders above it, even though the marketing is awful. Like, their marketing department kind of blows ass, if we're being honest. Okay, maybe yeah, that might have something to do with it. Like, I would bet that that's at least, that's not the entire thing. Because, yeah, dark comedy, this is an abs- I don't even know what to call this series. Dark comedy doesn't really hit it because it's more like it's parody, but it's not. Like it takes all of those tropes and 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 actually I saw somebody in one of the articles. I don't remember which one it was that we sent out. Uh, somebody described it as smart dark comedy, whatever that means. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it, it's subtle dark comedy. If you want to take it in a direction, I'd say it's a subtle dark comedy because like all of the stuff that goes on, like the fact that she's sitting there in her window. Like, huge, massive window. Like, almost, like, probably not floor to ceiling, but, you know, freaking massive. I mean, she's on no. the chair the whole time, like, so right, she, you can see her chair. whole body. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then you go across, you look across the street, and no curtains, nothing to, you know, obstruct from anything. And, and then, you know, it's just, that whole aspect alone, like, there, there's nothing subtle about that. Like, it's not like, you know, peeking behind, between mini blinds or you know, out of a curtain or from, like, a third-story window. It, it's fucking right there. I mean, I see some of the comedy. Uh, her friend, the gallery owner, I think me and Fro kind of found her, like, the funniest, right? She's was the, she was the highlight of the this uh, show. Right. I mean, like, she And then when you so get to episode, what, funny. three or four, where they go to the lighthouse, and you have some mm-hmm. actual, like known comedy actors who like okay these are this is what they do they're comedy actors they're here and it was almost uh uh yeah it, it it's very subtle some of the comedy but it's the parody part that i guess i had the biggest problem with so no fair that's 100 yeah. percent fair i would agree with you on that but yeah the, the 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 stuff that goes down like the endless like that casserole dish like i grew up with that like that was something that i had that my parents had as a kid and like Oh that's yeah, a, my mom well- still has one. Yeah. yeah, and the fact that like how many how many did she break? She broke like six of them in the first like six episodes or five of them. Mm, the first right. one she did, and I was like, holy shit! They broke the trope. They didn't. They didn't break the casserole. So, Triv, you are extremely funny. Where can people find you? <laughs> uh, you can find me on YouTube. I'm at Trivial Theater. I do uh, random, obscure, and straight-up bad movies. Um, probably mm-hmm. like movie versions of this uh, TV show, or this, this particular show. Um, you can also find me on uh, Twitter at Trivia underscore Chick. 
and you you done uh, uh, one of your YouTube videos are with two guys I know. Uh, Actually, it's still in the description. So if you yeah. want easy access to her channel, just go into the description of this podcast, click the link, and you'll get there. Oh yeah, and it's it was such a good time. Like these two crazy cheeky bastards were incredible as we um, uh, absolutely <laughs> tore apart Santa Claus from 1985. It was awesome. They were great. And we had a tremendous time. All right. Thank you, Triv. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, let's continue fun. with more TV because, like you said, Fro, this TV week is nuts. This is going to be a long mm. TV section of the podcast because yeah. uh, then we have to talk about news. But let's see. Um, in from the cold, right? Did mm-hmm. you see this? Yep. Yep. On Netflix. On Netflix. Um, it was, uh, what, this is about a, a woman uh, who is taking her daughter, is she ice skater? Yeah, she's an ice skater. Taking her daughter mm-hmm. to ice skating uh, event somewhere, right? And then uh, gets kidnapped, and we find out she's some kind of secret Russian asset, like underground asset that's been, uh, what... What do they call it when a spy is, like, dormant, right? A dormant spy in the U.S. for a number of years, right? I think you call it undercover? Is that what you call it? No, that's when, like, there's, like, a... There's a term for when, like, a a spy... Like, like, say the country they were from no longer exists, but they're still, like, stuck in the country they were spying on. Oh. There's, like, a... Sp- I think it's dormant or something like that. Okay. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, but she... She is... She was from a country that no longer exists, right? And so mm-hmm. she moves to have a... Uh, a family, and she get, has a normal life, but now the, the U.S. finds out about her, right? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if... I, should I ruin the end of episode one? Because it's kind of a big spoiler. It's kind of a big spoiler. So right. Something yeah. really interesting happens in the end of episode one, which makes mm-hmm. you move... Like, the first part of it, you're like, oh, it's this action, kind of standard action movie-type TV show um, about spies and, you know, espionage and all that good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But then you find out that there's a sci-fi element. Is that a good way to... Yeah, yeah. Yes. A sci-fi element to the show. Right. I like this. I actually liked it pretty good. Uh, the acting is very good. Uh, the main character is very interesting. The plot is very interesting. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, every, I, I went into it with no expectations at all, to be honest, because uh, mm. I didn't even know this was coming out. It just like There was no promotion at all for this. Um, and it was very good. Yeah, I'd give it a... What, what, what did I give it? I give it a 7. Yeah, I would give it a 7 as well. And it's got 6 out of 10 on IMDb and 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, which we fall mm-hmm. right in between, so, yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Uh, I am Georgina, uh, also from uh, Netflix. Oh, uh, I think you recommended I totally forgot about this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is a reality show about uh, Georgina Rodriguez, uh, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's partner. Uh, the football player. Oh, uh, yes, I did see the preview for this. Okay, yeah. yes. Uh, this is this is uh, if uh, Beverly Hills Bills was Spanish and uh, you follow someone that lives in luxury and have minor problems. It's very, very funny. Uh, I recommend it. It's a shit show, 
but I, I, it's, it's so, it's so over the top that I do recommend it. And please watch it with English dub, because that is the most funny things ever. Because you can hear the English dub on top of the Spanish, and that is maybe what made it even more fun for me to watch. Oh, but I, I, I give it a six. Yeah, I mean, in the preview, it she seems really. There's a part in the preview, I don't know if you saw it, but she's like, I really wanted to grow up and have a prince, and uh, that's what mm -hmm. I have. And it was like, yes. very entitled, yep. like, this is what I wanted, yep. and that's what I got, kind of it, yep. mentality. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. The Real Dirty Dancing on Fox. Yeah. Did you watch this? I did. It had your favorite, Bella. Bella. Bella's in it. Yeah. 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 We haven't we haven't made that reference in like many many years. <laughs> Bella Bella reference for you. Bella Bella. I liked her storyline. Uh you could tell the show is 100% fake just by Brie Bella's storyline because yes. her yes. her whole thing in this is that um her motivation to become a dancer is that she, she's she's a wrestler, fro. She's like a hardcore mm. tough wrestler who mm. never has had a chance to like put out her feminine sexy side. What? <laughs> Have they ever seen Brie Bella in WWE? <laughs> All she does is be sexy when she was a wrestler. I like <laughs> She's like I it's yeah. so hard to like be to be sexy. I'm I I'm so reserved. It's so hard. Right. It's, it's so like hard. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Definitely. I, I feel I feel so sorry for her. You never did like a uh, many many threesome angles on WWE television. Okay. Uh, yeah. Did you watch this? I don't know. Did you say you? Did? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's a show about the TV show Dirty Dancing, but it's a reality show where a bunch of celebrities try to recreate, not even scenes. They just try to recreate dances from. Uh, well, they do. They do do some scenes, don't they? Mm. Right. It's just like. They do scenes and then they do dances from Dirty Dancing, and um, they, I guess, they get kicked off one by one. And in the end, there's a couple. It's like a man and a woman, and they do the final dance. I assume from Dirty Dancing at the end, and they win, right? Mm hmm. And I wonder if <sighs> what's what's the point of this look? I well, I guess somebody maybe Fox just somehow got the rights to the Dirty Dancing film. Like they had they had the rights, and so they were like, "We need to do something with it." Mm hmm. I yeah, but yeah, I'm going to give this a three point five. I gave it a three. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was worse than you did a little bit. I, it's just. Obviously super fake. Like I said, a lot of the storylines in this are really fake. Well, like, and then you, that's the really weird part about this is you hear the B Brie Bella fake storyline about how, why she's doing this. And then you hear another storyline and it, it's like a person who's like, uh, father just passed away. And then you have to question, wait, is that fake? You know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. and that's a little weird, to, a weird feeling to have about a show. You know it's fake, but is this did the, is this guy just lying about his his mother dying before coming on the show? Like that would be really, really messed up, I guess. So probably not. Uh, I I mean, why make a reality show about dirty dancing? A movie that came out in like yeah. 
Let me look. It says 1987, okay? I just watched... Well, I'll talk about it in the film uh, round, but I, I just watched the Ghostbusters, the new one, which is like... Oh, yeah. It's about... Oh, yeah. A, uh, it's like after the original Ghostbusters, right? Ghostbusters, mm. the original film, came out in 1984, yeah, and they just made one about like how that's way in the past, and this dirty dancing mm. thing is acting like dirty dancing is like some kind of new phenomenon, new news, film. Yeah. But this is older, like it's an older film than Ghost Ghost, or it's a newer film than Ghostbusters. Uh, All of us are dead. Uh, Korean Netflix show uh, about uh, some zombies. <laughs> Or I should say, it's about students that becomes the zombies. Uh, I wasn't very interested going into this. I am a little tired of uh, zombie shows, to be honest. Yeah, and, I agree. Uh, That's how I felt and, going in. And this was very generic, but I liked it. I think this is... Uh, I was good, but I felt also this was a little yaw. Yeah, there was a lot of, like, uh, high school relationship stuff happening, um, and it's, like, in the middle, like, they stick it in between all this, um, you know, sci-fi action that's happening, which, that's, that part's Mm -hmm. interesting, and then all of a sudden, you're put in the cafeteria, and one person's like, do you think he likes me? And it's like, Mm -hmm. these two things are very contrasting yeah. Uh, genres of what you're trying to fit together here, um, but the acting was pretty good. The special effects I like. The storyline's yeah. kind of interesting as far as like it's a mm-hmm. different take on a slightly different take on the zombie thing, just because uh, slightly the way the gen- the way it genetically is compared to like other zombies. Sometimes in zombie things, they don't ever even tell you what the disease or what's causing it. That's kind of right. like. But and this one, it, know. It, the yes. very first episode, you find out what the cause of it is, right? Yes. Um, and then, not to spoil anything, but that explanation was what kept me going. Uh, I've just seen two episodes of this, and I don't know. Probably going to watch more of it, though, uh, because I give it a 6.5. Uh, yeah, I'll probably watch more. Uh, I, I only saw two episodes also, so... Uh, I'd give it... Where are you? On the scale? Yeah, I'm trying to find it. i give it a six. So we're really close. Okay. We're, we're, like, cool. right next to each other on most of these shows this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Angry Birds Summer yep. Madness is on uh, Why Netflix. did you say this was a thing to me? Oh, you watched it? <laughs> of course I watched it. Uh, yeah, this is Angry Birds, but it's like a spin-off... They had another TV show that was just Angry Birds, the TV show. This is a spinoff of called Summer Madness that is in at a camp, right? That's the only, mm. like, if you've seen, I've never seen the, well, that's not true. I saw a little bit of the original Angry Birds stuff TV show, but um, it's, it's stupid. It's for kids. It's, you know, how do you judge this when it's so for kids? But some of the jokes are just... Uh, it's so bad. Yeah, it's, it's so bad. It looks like it's probably animated by the people who did Total Drama Island, if you've ever seen that. Yes. And it yeah. feels like that because they're in a camp setting and everything else. Um, yeah, it's 
I mean, I enjoy some cart like SpongeBob. I can go and watch and enjoy. This mm. is not something I could go and watch and enjoy. So overall, I gave it a two point five. I gave it a two. Okay. Talk about animation show Doomlands on Roku. Uh, this is an animation show on Roku that I have never ever heard of before in my entire life. Uh, the animation style is cool. Uh, it follows the lives of the Danny Doom and uh, what was the other guy called? Uh, I some didn't see bart this. Bartender, uh, and they go across the wasteland in their mobile pub called the Oasis, and. Uh, then they uh, face like uh, like ruthless gangs and creeps to that wants to steal their memories. It's kind of cool, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, it's very adult. I give it a six. Okay, I saw Chosen. I don't know if you saw this. Yep. Um. What was this on? Is this on Netflix? I think so. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a Danish show. Is it weird that, like, I watched this earlier this week and I barely have memory of it? <laughs> is that, no, is that a bad sign? That's exactly how I feel about it as well. I, 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 I can't mean, believe that I remember it. I remember that's... the ending of episode one because it's, like, yeah. kind of reveals the... Uh, evil, the evil gr uh, bad guy group of this show. Mm. That's the one part I remember, and the rest of it is very forgettable. I guess it's uh, it's about a guy who, um, what gets a strange package, uh, and it has a gun in it, and then he has to figure out who sent it to him and why, and um, it turns out to be uh, not a good thing, not a good present, right? I guess I don't want to say any more than right. that but uh yes yeah i mean some of the acting was the acting was fine it just um didn't engage me i guess like very forgettable very forgettable storyline uh, the acting was totally okay <laughs> and i think it was cool that this was in denmark uh, in that way but it it felt like a it felt like a uh Oh, what's that TV channel that uh, uh, that is uh, reminded me of? Uh, uh, is it uh, well, the one that spew spews out all the like yachtings? CW. CW, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, I was gonna say like, uh, it is. You said Danish, right? But like, yeah, uh, it has a lot of American actors in it. Mm. That's the one thing I noticed about it is like. There's a few different people that I was like, oh, that there there was one guy from like the Drew Carey show from back in the day mm -hmm. in this. Um, I remember being like, well, not I was not expecting to see him here. Okay, whatever. Mm. Kind of surprised by that. Um, but yeah, totally forgettable. I gave it a. What did I give this? Uh, what'd you give it? Go first. I think I gave it a four. Yeah, I gave it a three point five. Yeah. Very forgettable. Uh, let's see. What should we go to next? Feria? Uh, the Darkest Light? Did you see this? Yes, I did. I watched this last uh, night, actually. Uh, so this is about two sisters 
that is trying to find their missing parents. Uh, and they are accused of killing 23 people in uh, this cultish ritual. Uh, that is more or less what this show is about. Yeah. And it's... Huh? Sorry? I said, yeah. Yes. Uh, what did you think about this? Uh, it was very pretty. Like the It was special, very pretty. Some of the, they did some, like... Special effects, like, widescreen kind of, like, panning shots mm -hmm. over, like, the city and stuff. Um, I like the cult aspects of it. The acting is, like, not the best ever. But some of the, like, the girls are very young. Uh, and it's not a lot of, it doesn't have any really established uh, actors in it or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, it is Spanish, right? Or is it? Yeah. Yeah, Yes, Spanish. like, from Spain. Um, and, uh... Everything else I thought was good, though. The only problem, really, I had with it was the acting. The storyline's really fun. I like the cult stuff going on. I like the murder mystery. Um, mm -hmm. And I really like the cinematography. So, overall, I don't know. I'd give it a six. I'd give it a six as well. Oh, wow. We're, like, crazy in twins. tune with each other twins. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Twinny twins. Uh, you? Oh, right, I thought that, I just said that. Um, uh, what else did I see? Jeez, there's so many, I'm trying to look through all of them. Which ones have I talked about? Which ones have I not talked about? Oh, is this the last thing? Pam and Tommy? Yeah. Yeah, this I wanted to, to say for last. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can I just say something about the Janet Jackson documentary? Because that's the last thing. I saw. Yeah, go ahead. We can talk about yeah. Pam, Pam, Pam. You do that, and I'll go through my list again and make sure I didn't miss anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. So I saw a documentary that takes views to Jen Jackson's life and career. I saw this uh, with a gully gully uh, lady friend of mine, uh, and it is okayish. It feels very like. They're trying to uh, change the past and push, push a narrative. Uh, I mean, they talk about her Super Bowl halftime show uh, scandal, her father and her brother and things like that. But it's just like, it felt a little fluff piece. Is that okay? Yeah, fluff piece. Uh I mean, I don't understand why this is being made. Like, usually they make a documentary about somebody, I don't know, when something really big happens in their life that, like, changes every every the way you perceive them, whether it's good or bad, they'll make a documentary right. about them. Or if they die, or if uh, it's, like, a certain number of years they've been doing something. Like, it's the 20-year anniversary of something they've done, or something like that. But, like, mm -hmm. what is the... Like, Why? That was my question yeah. as to this documentary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, 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 I liked it a little less than... Uh, uh, Your significant other? My significant other. Uh, but uh, I give it a four. Okay. Now Pam and Tommy on f Hulu. This is a Hulu mm -hmm. original, Three I believe. Three episodes already. Yeah, that's, yeah, because usually, generally, when you get... Brand new shows is two episodes if you're going to get mm -hmm. multiple. Three brand new episodes in the first week was kind of interesting way to start out. Um, mm -hmm. I only saw, I only got to two of them. Have you seen all three? 
I've seen all three, yeah. Okay, I'm excited to see the next one. Uh, I'm going to watch yes, it after. Because we... this is very, 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 very good. Right, it's, it's actually... really great, except for one thing. <laughs> I love the, I was the first whole episode I was like I love this show this is so good oh my yeah, god I'm so but, into this I was getting but, like vibes of like all these other shows that I've really liked in the past mm -hmm. and then Tommy Lee's penis talked to me yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then Tommy yeah. Lee's penis was talking oh. to him and talking to us and you saw its mouth like it's not like no. off screen like it's there and it's got no, a mouth it, and it's animated and it's talking it's, and moving and looking at him it's very in your face i don't even mind the penis part i just like the part where it starts talking is the issue that i had i was like yeah. wait I, I just had to put my i physically face palmed when the, that happened i just i was yeah. just like this is this happening right now is this happening right now yeah I guess it was supposed but, uh, to be because they were on drugs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But first of all, uh, ecstasy isn't a hallucinogenic. Well, I mean, it is to a degree, but it's not like acid where you could see your penis talking to yourself. Right. Mm. But uh, holy moly, this is good. I loved it. I really, really loved it. I'm going to give this show actually an 8. Uh, what did I... Uh, I give it an 8.5, actually. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I, I, I could be convinced. Why, why are we agreeing on we're agreeing to on too much this week, look? Well, Rotten Tomatoes also gave it eighty-five percent, so we're both like in agreement <laughs> with basically all the critics. Um, but yeah, that is, is weird because there were so many TV shows, and we were like yes. within a half a point of almost all of them. I think <laughs> that's scary. Yeah, it's kind of good. It means we're getting our scale our scale down, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, no, I, I recommend this. I mean, it, well, it's, it, unless you are afraid of seeing a lot of penis, but other yes. than that, or even there's a lot of sex in general. There's like oh, yeah, sex, yeah. boobs, penises, butts. The whole human anatomy is uh, on, uh, on full display. Right, exactly. There you go. Yep. Yeah. So, and I have to say, she's such a good actress. Like, uh, I, I, I really, really. Yeah, love she does the Lydia voice Gates. even really well. Like the, uh, oh, she's the so accent. Good. Uh, like, uh, you can tell she's doing an accent, but it's it, it sounds just like Pamela Anderson sounds. So, yeah. 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 I, have you seen anything about what they think of it? I guess maybe we'll talk about that next week if we see anything. Yeah. I haven't seen I have anything about their... seen anything yeah. what they think. I think she's trying to distance herself from her past, so it could be that they will not comment on... on I don't really care uh, what Tommy Lee has to say. I'm more interested in what she has to say. No, anyway. Yeah, that, yeah that, I, 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 I can care less about him. I mean the most interesting part of the show is like kind of the Seth Rogen stuff anyway so yep. yeah. yeah 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 and he's so good in this holy shit what a douchebag uh I kind of but you also feel for him at the same time yeah because he's getting screwed yeah. over and uh you know you don't see um, I guess more lately he's been doing more serious roles but this is not a comedy role really it's a serious role and I think he did a good job in it so yeah uh, okay, How I Met Your f uh, Father, episode 3 the review, pew pew pew. Episode 3 review, uh, we have more TV to talk about, I can't believe this. The Fixer, 
While helping Jesse take photos of the new Tinder profile, Sophie feels sparks with someone unexpected. Valentina helps Sid along with his, oh, with his long-distance relationship, and Ellen and Charlie go apartment hunting. Right, that was like a super side story that didn't really have anything to do with anything, but it was kind of interesting. But it, this was the best episode so far. Definitely, we have to. Yeah, and I, I really love this episode. And it felt the most like the original series, also. Yes. Yes. The, the way the way like it went off into different stories and then kind of came back together and they all talk about what they just did in a way mm-hmm. and then uh, we also get the new love interest which I even said last week I think or the week before when we talked about this that mm-hmm. uh, we're just gonna get more and more love love interest because the mystery aspects the most interesting part of it and they did a better job in this episode of addressing the mystery of who the father is which in the last two I didn't think they did a, as good a job. Um, and this was just generally funnier, right? Yeah, yeah. I I I, I thought uh, the timing of this episode was better, and the storyline was just better, and them like... the sex toy joke was probably the funniest thing in oh, so of funny. these three episodes so far. So. Oh, so good. But yeah, uh, I will give this episode a good seven uh... and a half. I didn't even think about scoring this episode. Uh, no, I yeah, I'd go an eight point five on this one. I think it's mm. the best episode yet. Nice. Uh, uh, TV news. TV uh, news. Yes. Let's do this really quick. Just bust through this. Uh, Tiger King. Uh, sent his sentence was shortened. Uh, he had been sentenced. Oh, he has been sent to twenty one years behind bars. Uh, but cut by one year sentence given in 2022. So they took off one year off of his sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I think the big thing is, like, from that last document, or the last Tiger King thing, it's like all that information came about out about how he kind of got screwed over by the the police, right? So I, I don't know. What do you think about this? Yeah, I think it's uh, interesting. Uh, I don't think it's uh, what he was hoping for. I think he he wanted it even shorter. So, but uh, yeah, I don't think this will have a big impact, to be honest. At the bottom of this article, I didn't notice, but it says uh, the Nicolas Cage uh, movie that they were planning has been scrapped mm-hmm. by producers. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, because they say the story is no longer relevant. All right. Hmm. I'd probably watch that, especially if it had Nicky Nicky Cage in it. I would definitely watch it. Uh, What about China, Luke? Uh, They say that the uh, U.S. is planning to sabotage the Olympic Games. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, probably what I did. Uh, Let's skip the last uh, story. Uh, Audible uh, plug, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take a decision here. AudibleTrial.com slash another digital system. Uh, let's go to Eurovision. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we saw two countries, Moldova and Spain. Let's talk about Moldova first, Luke. What did you think about the Moldovan Eurovision? It's very Moldovan, isn't it? Um, it is very Moldovan. I think there was a bit of English speaking, like, right in the middle. Uh, mm-hmm. Very, very small amount. Um, and it could have been just them saying English words, like, that, or just pronounced that way because they're, like, names or something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I could tell, the whole thing was in 
their native tongue. The song mm-hmm. sounded like very, you know, Baltic. Uh, it, what, what would you call this style of music, I guess? I don't even know what this style of music is. Uh, it felt it felt like it was almost Baltic rap without being Baltic rap. It had a little bit of rock yeah. kind of to it. Uh, the Baltic Limp Biscuit. I wouldn't say that, but... <laughs> it's not a dig to uh, them or or limp biscuit, uh, right? <laughs> or limp biscuits. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I think probably yeah, more that, at them. Well, like not yeah. on purpose or anything, but you know, this is. I will, it's a fine. I will be sh- for what it is, yeah. but it's not going anywhere. I, no, and I'm. I'm. I will be shocked if we see this in the final. This is not uh, going to the final. Yeah, uh, but it, they uh, just put out a traditional Moldovan kind of like yeah. what made probably what's very popular there now. I don't think they even right. are like, oh, this is because it's not like they did a bunch of good, like impressive lighting or tried to make it really interesting. No. They're just there on stage. So uh, something that we will see in the final because they are pre-qualified is Spain. Right. So let's talk about that instead because uh, Opa. Isn't that Greek? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's Greek. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, this was a uh, very poppy tune by this woman. What was her name? I don't remember. Yeah, me neither. Okay. Uh, she, she looks like Rihanna. That's that's kind of... She has a f- uh, similar Rihanna style, like her... Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know, like... Her, I wouldn't say it's like her face look, but like she's her style, her aura, what she was wearing, her hair, her uh, vo- vocals, all kind of Rihanna esque. Uh, way too many dancers, obviously. They're gonna have to tone down how many dancers in the actual mm-hmm. competition. But uh, the song was in Spanish. It was fine, mm-hmm. as far as I could tell. I don't know what it's about. Did you read up anything of what this is no. about? No, right. It's very poppy. It's very. It's probably Nowadays. about, like, some kind of, like, love story is my guess. It feels yeah. like a poppy love story kind of, like, thing. Yeah. But this is uh, the best Spain has uh, given us in years. I, I really, really like this. Uh, I'm I'm going to give Moldova a two. How are you? <laughs> See what How, you rhymed, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Poen didn't uh, have a clue. Um, I, yeah, yeah, well... Two, I'll give them a three, I guess. I don't know. I don't know where to put it. It's a, not, it's like very not Eurovision-y, so it's hard to... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it seems like... The, the Moldovan song, You, I wouldn't be surprised if you were like at a folk festival and they were just around a corner of one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the Spanish, I would give a seven, actually. I, I thought it was poppy... I thought it was nowadays. It reminded me a little too much of other songs, so that's going to give it a little down. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. That's that was. I was going to say five point five because it's too mm. generic. There's not nothing making it stand out from like it right. being just so a song you've seen about a million times. Yeah. Uh, Alec Baldwin and other Rust producers uh, want. To, to sue our fatal shooting tossed out. Uh, yeah. This is weird. Uh, more than two months after the Rust file, uh, the supervisor on Rust filed a lawsuit against Alec Baldwin. Other producers uh, want, the, want it thrown out. Um, 
It says, nothing about the plaintiff's allegations suggests any defendants, including Mr. Baldwin, intended the prop gun to be loaded with live ammunition. So, uh, we, I, we don't know what's going to happen with this, but it would be interesting to see it get thrown out, but kind of sad mm. for the family and everything. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, unless they I, want it thrown out, maybe the family wants it thrown out. I actually yeah. don't know that, so... It could be that uh, they want it thrown out as well. It was the husband it. was standing with with Alec Baldwin, like saying he yeah. he was like, I don't, I'm not mad at him. So maybe I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if that's the case. Uh, Connor West was uh, planning to come to the Down Under, but uh, yeah, uh, he was told that the footy, as they call it down there, uh, comes first. Right, his name is not Kanye. It's Yay now, by the way. Uh, oh, even though they call him that in this article, but uh, oh, they do say the artist that is cha- that uh, has legally changed his name to Ye right here. They do say it, but then in the title they call yeah. him Kanye. That's kind of bad journalism. Um, yeah, that is uh, yeah, he says he was going to go to Australia this year, but he's already been told that he has to adjust his schedule to accommodate the AFL, which is Australian football, not like soccer, right? Yes, and not like American football either. Right, and not like rugby, but it's actually more like rugby than either of those other two sports. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, then uh, movie round. Luke, have you seen any movies this week? There was a Thrasher documentary put out. It's on their YouTube channel, actually. I think it's an hour and ten minutes, hour and fifteen, something like that. Uh, called Grindland. It's about uh, Red and his partner here in, actually, in Oregon. They started here in Oregon. Have you ever heard of the Burnside Skate Park? I have. It's like one of the most famous skate parks in the world. It was in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, I want to say. Is that where you've heard of it? Yes. Right. Uh, They built Burnside Skate Park, like, illegally. Like, they had no permits or anything. They just brought concrete, like and just started building a skate park. And then they ended up turning that into an actual business that, like, built skate parks all across the country and all across the world. Uh, so it was kind of a documentary about their lives and, like, the bu- the building of the skate uh, scene in the 90s that was actually really helped by their innovations and the way they did things. Because, like, there weren't any plans on how to build a public skate park b- before mm-hmm. that. Like, there was a few, like, weird concrete skate parks that were built like way back in the 70s that you know were just made up at the time but like these guys came up with like an actual way to build public skate parks that cities approved of and everything else so it's kind of and if you like documentaries it's interesting so i gave it i actually gave it a nine i thought it was really good but i'm very influenced because i grew up in this area where they Mm. were building these skate parks like they built a skate park that i went to many times and I went to a lot of the skate parks they built. Like, if you do watch this, they show Lincoln City uh, a lot in this, um, which is one of the first ones they were paid to build. And I went there, like, when they first built it. It's, it, like, on Thrasher, they call it the most gnarly skate park in the country when it was first built, and it really was. It was terrifying. <laughs> uh, then I saw the house, house of Gucci, with uh, our friend, a good friend, uh, Lady Gaga. Uh, that's the movie I saw this week. Okay. That's that's actually the only movie I saw this week. 
I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess that this is not high on your list of movies you want to see, Luke. I'm not interested in this, no. No. I mean, unless you uh, tell me something amazing about it, but... No, that's kind of what I am going to tell you not to see it. Uh, that is... Uh, that is such a stupid, stupid movie. It's a... Uh, the highlight of the movie is Lady Gaga. She's very good in sure. this. Sure, okay. Uh, and Adam Driver is weird. And then there's a lot of shit acting. Uh, other than that, especially from from uh, from uh, p people that you know. So yeah, no, I don't recommend this for every anyone. I give it a three. Yeah, a three. I heard there's a really awkward sex scene. That's all I've heard about it. Yeah, it's awkward or is it just weird? It's awkward and weird. Okay, it's both. All right. Uh, the other movies I saw, well, I already talked about, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, I gave it an 8. As far as, like, Ghostbusters movies really good, recently, yeah. this is, you know, really, really good. It does mix, actually, some of the lore, original lore, from the cartoon, which is, what, the real Ghostbusters, right? Uh, and it mixes some of the real Ghostbusters lore with, like, the, the movie lore. And they, like, cross... I guess they cross the streams in that sense, right? That's kind of interesting. But yeah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I give it an 8. I really liked it. And then Home Team with Kevin James. Uh, this was about oh, yeah. a failed... A well, movie it, I, I will never see. <laughs> yeah, I don't recommend it. It's, it's just a giant commercial for the NFL, basically. Like, um, you could very much tell they're like... Promoting it as like, oh, the NFL is the greatest thing ever. Like, oh, everybody in this movie, all they want to do is be in the NFL. You know, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, but And he was a NFL coach that won the Super Bowl, but then he gets disgraced because of some uh, allegations against him that uh, are he claims are not true. And, other, and so you have to find out whether he gets uh, his job back. But while he doesn't have his job, he coaches his son's high school football team. Who are like, you know, the worst football team ever. Uh, overall, I gave it a four. I'll give it a four. That's probably being generous, to be honest. Well, I'm ready to go in the forest. Vertigo. That's the only entertainment I want. The vertical kind. You're right. Horizontal entertainment's no fun. No. This looks really low budget already. No, very. Do not go into the forest. Scream and panic. Play dead. This is like generic stock music also. Pack up your things and find another place to camp. <laughs> I've seen him in something though. The guy with yeah. the gun. I, the I can put him. Do not trust strangers. Are you willing to let those people trespass? This kind of looks like it should be a comedy, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Are we gonna? Is it gonna? That gonna be the reveal? That's She's a, in the basement. Parody. Yeah, that's a her. yeah joke. Do not stay Death. after dark. Come on now. Let's not play any games here. <laughs> it's getting really loud in the forest. Wow. In the forest. Coming soon. Right. Uh, okay. Hey, Luke. 
What is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? A camping trip turns into a living nightmare when a family ventures into the isolated woods. Uh, that's all it says. Uh, directed by Hector Barron. 3.5 out of 10 on IMDb, so not great. Linman Ward is in it. De- Debon Ayer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You got anything... Any reviews? Absolutely no fucking reviews. Yeah, there weren't a lot anywhere else either. <laughs> there, of course, was not a Facebook page. I mean, that goes without saying, but because right. uh, it looks like this, but bu- this budget was like literally a shoestring. Not on a shoestring yeah. budget. That's all they had was just a shoestring. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I'll do a kind of good one. Six out of ten. H H B B Q says this is a good suspenseful thriller movie that will entertain you from beginning to end. If you like horror. Thriller movies such as Cabin in the Woods, you'll enjoy this one. Okay, but a 1 out of 10. Worst movie and acting, OMG, from Sarah Matthews. I mean, talk about bad acting. Probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Had to turn my face and keep... Turn my face and keep forward. Uh, Okay, why? Had to turn my face and keep forward. Goodness who financed it. So evident the actors can't even act even a bit. And the real talent... Uh, struggles to get the movies. Wow. I think she's saying, mm. not that she had to turn away, that she kept like getting distracted and she kept having to turn back to the movie because mm. she wasn't couldn't focus on the film, maybe. Uh, also coming out, a movie that I, it, to this moment, had forgot that I've seen this week, so that's good. Uh, clean. <laughs> uh, with uh, Adrian Brody. I even told you that I watched this movie. On Monday, maybe, yeah. Yeah, uh, Torment r- Rubbishman uh, named Clean uh, tries to live a quiet life of redemption, but when his good intentions make him the target of local crime boss, he must soon re- reconcile with the violence of his past. Uh, I'm going to fastly say that I would give it a three. Okay. Uh, but uh, it has. Uh, 5.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 44% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 43% on Metacritic, and 80% of Google users like this movie. And it's very, very forgettable. Another one that came it's, out? It's a very... Oh. Ju- yeah, sorry. It's a, it's a very, like, John Wick wannabe. Oh, yeah, all right. Generic action movie. Uh, they, them, us... Uh, Charlie and Lisa are two divorcees who meet on a dating site, fall in love, and move in together way too soon. With four teenage children between them, they must meet the challenges of parenting while trying to juggle an adult relationship. Uh, this got a 5 out of 10 on IMDb, 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, fi- uh, 5 out of 5 on Movie Insider. Mm, it's got Joey Slotnick, who you'd know if you saw her, and Amy Hargraves. Mm. Well, do you want to see a Charlie XCX documentary? Well, you can see Alone Together. Uh, it's a Charlie XCX, a, 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 a pop star in quarantine, embarks on a, a worldwide journey making an album in 40 days that tests her, her creative and emotional limits and unites a global community of volunteer, uh, vulnerable LGBTQ plus fans. Is it okay that I have never heard of this lady before? Uh, she's a fairly like she's a pop singer, as I'm to understand. She like okay. she's got a uh, kind of a cult following. Like, 
the people who know her really like her, and then other people do not know her as much. But it's kind of a cult, culty thing, I think. Uh, yeah. But I'd never heard of her until she she had some weird re- controversy on Twitter, and that's the only time I I never heard of her music or anything. Mm. Uh, okay. Sundown. A wealthy man is vacationing with loved ones at a resort in Acapulco, Mexico, until he receives a phone call. There has been a death in the family, and everyone must return home. However, the man pretends to lose his passport, pretends to lose his passport, which delays the return. Directed by Michael Franco, seventy-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, sixty or six point four out of ten on IMDb, sixty-eight percent on Metacritic. Who's in this? I don't see any actors, but uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, which movie do you want to see? Uh, well, I guess. Wow. Uh, that's a yeah. good question, right? I guess they them yeah. us. Yeah. Because you I didn't. You think. said Clean wasn't good. That would have been my pick. No. But you said that wasn't good. So they them us kind of looks the best. Yeah. And I that's agree. by default. I don't really want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's make a short journey around because I'm getting tired, I guess. Uh, news of the week next week. Uh, we will do some TV movies of the week next week. I think probably we'll do Eurovision next week. I'm not 110% sure about that. Uh, but it, if it is, it is. Uh, then we will do How I Met Your Father episode 4. And then... We will do another digital review of a movie that both me, Luke, wants to see. Jackass Forever. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, yeah. I'm super excited, yeah. Uh, remember a long time ago, me telling you that I thought uh, Octopi were were from, out, like, they were alien, an alien species? I do remember. And then I had to yeah. look it up, and then there was, like, a fact checker thing that said it mm-hmm. that, that had been proven f- false. Well, yes. now uh, a peer-reviewed paper has come out, a research paper, cause of C- Cambian explosion, terrestrial or cosmic, which says that they are uh, aliens and that they came from space in some kind of frozen form. Not like not like their DNA fell on Earth, like a frozen octopus fell out of the sky and landed in the ocean. Oh, it's an interesting cool. theory. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anything in uh, the Jeremy round? Well, that was kind of Jeremy round, but yeah, Def Noodles on the H three Steamies obviously was yes. very cool to see that was those. So fun! Those two worlds collide, kind of right? Yeah, because we like both those channels. I was so happy about it, and I thought he fit perfect in as like a a host because he knows all the drama and stuff. So yes. like, yes, he's per- he was a perfect pick. Uh. Anything you got? Uh, uh, leather jacket uh, man is uh, having a baby. Leather jacket man. Oh, oh, yeah, I did see that. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I Rihanna is also having a baby. I guess we could add that into yeah. the baby news that's happening. Baby news. And another yeah. baby news. Nick Cannon is having his eighth kid. Okay. He with a there's like different baby mama. Eh? Right. Isn't Apparently, it? he's trying to like have as many children as possible. It's like part of his religion is what I hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is very strange. What kind of religion is that? Because I, t- I think I he's think I Muslim or something. Oh, you want me to look okay. it up while you talk about something else? Uh, the most dangerous uh, escape room uh, by uh, uh, Mr. Beast. That was fun. 
very very fun escape room. Uh, uh, I liked it. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh yeah, I did like it. I just don't remember what it was about. <laughs> I definitely watched it. It was just like way earlier in the week. Uh, yeah. Is Nick can't? He's not Muslim because he is committed Christian. He spoke about his Christian relationship. However, people speculate he might be what Muslim because he wore a turban. Well, that's just stupid. Why would you? Yeah, that's stupid. Uh, yeah, I guess it's. I guess it either hasn't been revealed, but he says he's Christian. I I had always heard that like he, the re, one of the reasons he wanted to have so many kids had something to do with his religion. I never. I guess that's hmm. wrong. Okay. Uh, uh I got some. Yeah. What's he? Did you see the thing about the Ice Poseidon crypto scam? Yeah, that is so sad. I mean, the guy is a douchebag, right? But it's, I feel yeah. bad for all the people that got ripped off. Um, but I also, it's like, if you tr if you put your trust into Ice Poseidon, a guy who's known for being a scammer, <laughs> I don't want to say you deserve what you get, but it's like, yeah. you were asking for it to a degree. Uh, the new the Batman trailer I saw, I guess this is where we can ramp, ramp, uh, finish it off if you want. Did you okay. see the the Batman trailer? Yeah, I surprise. I like. I don't even like those kind of movies, but the trailer made me want to see it. I'm I'm so excited. It looks so incredibly good. Like I uh, like I liked Joker because it was very not you know mm, mm -hmm. Michael Bay type type action uh, superhero movie, and this is looks to be in that same kind of vein, gritty, dark kind of. You know what I mean. And that's mm -hmm. what I, I think looks awesome, so. Uh, well, uh, I think uh, we should thank uh, Trivia and also uh, our mistress guest that never came on. That would... Uh, yeah, thank. thank you uh, for showing up, yeah. even though uh, it yeah. didn't work out with the audio. With a little, we, had, we were going to have two people on for that segment, and the audio on her... Uh, her end was not good enough, so we had to scrap it, but maybe she'll be on the future? I don't know. We will see. Did you uh, know that there's a website called bentcarrot.com that is a, uh, it's a website for, um, a penis pill? <laughs> wow. I'm just letting you know, so you had that information in your life. I am, I'm so happy that yeah, I now now can go to bed and remember that. That Bent Carrot is a, is a website. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, I love you all, uh, and uh, I will see you next week when I maybe will do the use next time, because I totally forgot it. You, uh, My name is Luke. My name is Fro, I guess? Yeah. Goodbye, everyone. Hello, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another citizen. Another citizen.